Hello, Hello divine, divine darlings. darlings. We're Fem Entity. And last episode, we talked about your divine energy and introduced the concept of divine energy. So today we thought of breaking down what feminine and masculine energy is. First, again, we have some announcements. So if you haven't yet, go ahead and sign up for our membership waitlist so you don't miss out on all of the things that we're doing. Yeah, I get it. Um, and we're also still calling out any businesses, consultants, join our directory. We have our form in the link in our Instagram. We have amazing businesses with a variety of different talents. So we always encourage new people to join. Yes. And you can find us on Spotify and YouTube. Under the goddess mindset. <laughs> so let's get right into it. Let's get into it. Okay. So feminine masculine energies. Generally, when we started researching this topic we know that we're raised to believe or to conform to a certain gender stereotype or path in order mm -hmm. to achieve success yeah we're expected to follow particular gender norms which i think we are pretty familiar with the man is typically the provider and mm -hmm. the woman is the stay-at-home wife uh, she takes care of the children she's nurturing all of this yeah but energy isn't based on gender or sex and we will say it again for the people that will come for us gender isn't based are or is a reflection of your sex it's it has nothing to do with what you are on the outside we require that's yin yang sun moon feminine masculine balance opposites are needed in your life and that's terminology that has been used to describe these different polarities in ourselves. Yeah, and just because we're expected to follow particular gender norms, it doesn't mean that we have to. Mm -hmm. You can be whoever you want to be, and whatever energy that you have, you should embrace it. Mm -hmm. And really what we want to get down to it is how can you leverage that balance to benefit the things that you want to see in your life. And so our energies as we grow... I mean, we can all reflect when we were a teenager and we were one way and then you get to your mid-twenties and you're a completely different person. That's because just naturally through socializing, our energies shift to be one or another because we see, okay, if I do this, that brings out a positive result. So I should be doing that more. But it's not always a very well-guided, I guess, system yeah, way. Yeah. Just reflecting back on that, I know in second year of university, I definitely had a quarter life crisis. Actually, it was a pre quarter life crisis because I wasn't at my quarter life. Pre quarter, yet. quarter life crisis <laughs> in university. Yeah, and I mm. think that was just that's a good sign. Uh, and <laughs> sort of um, outcoming of my masculine energy because I was so focused on work. I mean, I grew up with African parents. They wanted me to be a doctor. That was just oh yes, how it went. So when I realized that that's not what I want to do with my life, I had a really big struggle of like, okay, well, mm -hmm. like, who am I going to be? And like, who am I? What is because my purpose? It was all revolved around work and what I was going to do uh, for work would shape who I am as a person, right? which I now know is not true. Right. And if you just resonated with what she said, you are a masculine or leaning towards a masculine dominant person. And me and her are both that way like I if that's I if probably you were why ask, we have two businesses that's right <laughs> that's exactly why we do the most <laughs> like if you were to ask me what's my hobby work <laughs> that yeah. would have been my answer for a very long time yeah in my but life we're changing that we are this is why we're here folks we're changing that. <laughs> but on the other hand like if you're someone who 
struggles with like decision making, procrastination, if you have trouble like if someone says, what do you want to do tonight? Or where do you want to go for food? For me, I'm going to be like, sushi, fried chicken, <laughs> McDonald's. Like, I got an answer for you. Definitiveness. <laughs> but if you're someone that's your just masculine. like, yeah, but if you're someone that's just like, I could do, um, you're, you're leaning into your feminine, honey. And that's okay. That's just kind of how you've, you've coped and built and grown as a human. But it's also good to just like acknowledge, okay, that is where that stems from. Yeah, the feminine is more focused on going with the flow, more so passive, um, and the masculine is more definitive, decision-making, um, and following through. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And everyone has those two sides, like I said, that feminine and masculine. And what we love to go through with a person is finding that mixture of the two that works for you because everyone's different we know that and everyone experiences joy and peace in different ways but finding that good balance of like i can be feminine in this way and then masculine in the persistence and flowing through that's a good healthy balance for your mindset for your internal soul like that's that's what we love to see yeah and i'll tell you what balance is not because i also had to work through this but balance is not when you have this huge to-do list and you think okay, I have to get through all of my to-do lists and if I do get through all of that, then I can reward myself with rest. Yeah. That is not balance. That is actually, that's funny you say that because in university, that was my mentality to a T. Mm -hmm. And I would wake up, I, I remember my earliest mornings, would, I kid you not, would be 8.30 on Dell campus. Mm -hmm. I lived on South Street, but <laughs> it was still 8.30 in the morning and my latest meetings would go until 8.30 at night. And then at the end, I'd be like, wow, that was a great day. I don't remember half of it, but I think I could get like five hours of rest and I'd be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you remember half of it? Because it was just, it would, it would hit me like a bullet train from the moment mm -hmm. I woke up mm -hmm. and then I was just physically conscious. And then by the time I went to bed, I was like, huh, that was a day. That, yeah. was, that was a day. That doesn't sound very healthy. Now, no, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it, was, it was very much not. Learn from our mistakes, people. Yeah, but that's the kind of thing that as as a society, or especially when you're a university student, you're told you gotta you gotta get in there, you gotta grind every single day as a student, and then when you come out, you can kind of be happy. Yeah, but we really have to put intention into mm -hmm. our happiness. And especially loving ourselves because that we're not taught to do that. We're not taught to focus on that. Oh, definitely. We're not raised really to focus on that, mm -hmm. especially if you have African or foreign parents because they grew up in survival mode. Oh, yeah. So that's how they raised us. Mm -hmm. and in survival mode. Work is so important and you have to work to be successful. Um, so it's kind of up to us to find out how to love ourselves. Mm. And that feminine, what I notice is like every time I... I, and obviously this was done with love, but when I said like, oh, I'm taking a day of rest, my closest circle would be like, is everything okay? Are you okay? And it's just, <laughs> Why I am. are you resting? Yeah. <laughs> but is, and is that femininity kind of, when you connect it with that femininity of rest equals weakness or like submissive or like something's wrong where it's like, no, I'm just acknowledging that I need rest. I need a day to not see anyone, to not talk to anyone, to not solve problems, to just be with me. Mm -hmm. And take care of your health mm. and recharge. Yeah, exactly. So that you have energy to put into work. Exactly. Um, but yeah, even in the workplace, I mean, how many times can you say you've 
been called bossy or overbearing in a workplace? Um, honestly, for me, I was more so taught to not be like that. So I'm more of the person, uh, I know you'd be surprised, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm more of the person who just listens and follows instructions and kind of does what I'm told. Wow. In my, in my workplace. In your workplace. Yes. I was always someone that's just like, hey, I got an opinion and you're about to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. How did you, how did you get to that point? I always was taught that my voice needed to be heard. But I was also taught efficiency in my vocality. Well, my masculine's coming out when I'm just talking about it. But when I speak, I need to speak when I have something important to say. And when I notice, especially when I was um, working in college or in university, I had a lot I needed to say because there's a lot of things that didn't quite feel fair to me or felt just or heard. And so um, I got used to being like, hey, this opinion of mine or this perspective of mine that I bring, I think you need to hear about it when I'm in a room of predominantly white people. And it's not always about race, no, but it's also a thing of like, there's different perspectives around you and I want you to hear me to get a better understanding of where we could go as a society. Um, and I felt because of that, a lot of the time, like that pushy, aggressive nature of mine was very much called like, you're a lot. Mm. there's a lot of times where you're a lot of a person you're a lot you're a lot and I'm like you know what I'm gonna keep being a lot Mm -hmm. thank you as you should (laughs) but yeah that masculine I feel like I really am able to kind of grasp that expression of power strength and like that confidence and independence I feel like if you're gonna be like Irene I need you to do this great peace bye let me do it like I don't I'm I'm good but if someone were to like tell me how did how did you how do you find peace or how do you relax I need to like think about that for a minute she's like let me go research (laughs) (laughs) I will write you a book on that (laughs) when I figured it out (laughs) yeah yeah so feminine energy now that we've discussed masculine energy feminine energy is more your true expression of love and caring Um, That nurturing energy, Mm -hmm. leaning towards your creativity and intuition. And like I mentioned before, your flow. Mm, Yeah. And when balanced together, you experience that true expression of just health and balance and really like just that good human nature that everyone wants to feel. Mm -hmm. And integrity. Mm. So we oftentimes when also we talk about masculine and feminine energy, we interchange the characteristic of masculine and feminine uh, to actions or like stereotypical things. So we're just gonna like take a moment and squash those myths right now, right here. Mythbusters with Femme Entity. Ayo. Um, so masculine energy is aggressive and forceful. False. False. <laughs> no, it's not. Masculine energy is domineering and controlling. False. Facts. <laughs> and then masculine energy is argumentative. False. Why? Because all of these traits, aggressive, forceful, controlling, these are traits that arise from wounded masculine energy or unbalanced Mm -hmm. masculine energy. So what is masculine energy? Masculine energy has boundaries and is humble. 
Mm-hmm. That's a pack. That's a whole lot to unpack right there. Yeah, I feel like maybe people find that's um, a bit of an oxymoron, but I feel like boundary setting is something that a lot of people are getting more interested in. Mm-hmm. A lot of people maybe have operate in their feminine when it comes to boundaries and they're more so passive and sort of allow what happens to happen. But when you get more in touch with your masculine energy, you know that it's healthy to set boundaries Mm -hmm. and you need to set boundaries because it makes you feel better about your decisions. Absolutely. Saying no, saying I can't do that right now and expressing like, hey, that's not for my path. That's okay. And it's also, I find that because you're like, I just honored my needs. That's humbling to me. Exactly. And again, there might be a period of uncomfort when you set a boundary and somebody Mm. Uh, is disappointed oh yeah but you have to learn that even though that person is disappointed at least you didn't put yourself in a situation where you were giving too much of yourself Mm -hmm. or you're putting yourself in a situation where you actually didn't want to do something but you were doing it for the other person so you had to set that boundary for you yeah and that's okay and that's okay cap Uh, masculine energy is deeply present and non-judgmental this one i thought was really interesting because we usually like the concept of present and uh, non-judgmental, I feel like people really associate that with like a women listening. But mm-hmm. it's also the concept of you're here, someone's telling you something that's deeply impactful in their life. And by just devoting that time to that person is you just like you're honoring that they have something important to tell you. And you're creating that space in your mind, in your heart, in your physical to be like, okay, whatever they have to say to me, I'm going to accept it and take it. And I'm not going to think while they talk. I'm just going to be here listening to them. I think that's a really big thing that, especially coming out of COVID, it's like, how do I listen to people now after listening to myself for two years? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. But I completely agree. Honestly, that kind of energy reminds me of my dad. And like, if I would come to my dad with, you know, just decisions about work or school or anything, he was always like, made it a safe space for me and was just supportive. So that that kind of energy. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Yeah. we need more of that, you know? Definitely. Mm -hmm. And so, and then last, masculine energy is accountable and responsible. This, this is very, for me, this is very dad vibes. Because (laughs) when I think of that, I'm like, yeah, that's my dad. Mind you, he is still a dad where it's like that accountability, he will do the job and that will be it. <laughs> he was accountable for that job and he did it great and I love him for that but he's also <laughs> like he taught me so much about how to be responsible for myself and just like how to be a responsible human in society and that kind of thing and that like that's something I really look up to him for and also like in the guys that I want around my circle I want them to be accountable for their actions or I can hold them accountable for their actions or um, they I can tell them hey could you do this for me and they're responsible and they they come through when is needed, which is like when we have two businesses. Honey, that happens a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and also it's okay to ask for help. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's another thing that we have to sort of push ourselves to do, but you know, asking for help is okay. Mm -hmm. And that can be operating within your feminine as well. Mm -hmm. Receiving Ah, after you ask for it. There we go. (laughs) That's a great segue into Feminine energy mythbusters. Mythbusters with fem entity. Yeah. All right. First one. Feminine energy is soft and submissive. False. 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 I am the least soft and submissive person (laughs) in every way. 
<laughs> she like screamed false with every fiber of her being. <laughs> false! You don't have to be soft and submissive to be like feminine. Feminine energy is about being girly and liking pink. False! Even <laughs> though we have pink all over our brand. <laughs> false! You don't have to like pink. I mean like we ain't wearing pink right now. We look cute as shit. You can like pink. Yeah. But you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> Feminine energy is weak. False. Why? Because I lifted 180 pounds and that was in my feminine, honey. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> but these traits are gendered stereotypes of femininity. They are something that was created long ago of, honey, you need to be in the kitchen. You need to be dressed a certain way. You need to be doing these feminine, lighthearted things in order to feel feminine yourself. No, that's all physical. We want to enter deeper into your soul. Absolutely. Feminine energy is strong and magnetic. I love that word. Magnetic. I love magnetic. Right? If you're ever looking at someone and you're just, I'm drawn to them. That's their magnitude. They're, oh, like, they, I want to get to know her yeah or somebody walks into a room and you're just like who is that you're just interested you're intrigued her feminine is just like in the presence that's what that is mm -hmm. feminine energy is authentic and receptive Ooh, back to that receptive again receptive and so okay. you see how that kind of works your masculine is giving space and then your see your feminine is receiving it's it's how that works Ooh, full circle right it really there. does full circle <laughs> I feel like a lot of people uh, who have a strong masculine energy struggle with being able to receive that help and mm -hmm. struggle with asking for help as well. Mm -hmm. That's actually something that I've struggled. Well, like the receiving, if I'm if I'm going someone, oh, I'll I'll take your tab or I'll I'll pay for meal. Even on my birthday, I was just like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I don't have to do any. That's weird to me. Yeah. Why should and and just it's. It's something that even the smallest, like, oh, you bought me a movie ticket. Mm -hmm. I've heard stories of girls and being like, oh, they bought me, like, the popcorn and I felt weird. And I'm like, don't feel weird. Accept it. You're receiving it. It's a gift. He's showing affection. That's okay. Yeah. Give him the space so you can he, you can listen to him. Which is great. Or her. Exactly. <laughs> or them. Them. There we go. And that leads to our next one. That feminine energy is compassionate and trusting. Trust. Oof. We should do a whole podcast just on trust. Oh, yeah, because we need it. <laughs> Everyone needs it. Boundaries and trust. Talking about your masculinity and your femininity right there. Everybody got trust issues. Oh. I mean, maybe that's me projecting. But, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but it is. When, you, when you're when you in your feminine, you have the... When, and you've created the boundaries with your masculine, you trust that everything is in place for you to flow and for you to feel free to flow because you're like, okay, this process is right. I've set my boundaries. I'm in a good place. Let's let's do whatever I need to do today. Amazing. So how does what we talked about relate to happiness and comfort in your life? Oh, honey. Oh, child. That's a big one. It is a big one. But by seeking out what brings you joy through understanding your masculine and your feminine, it really centers your life or you start to see points in your life that that connect and you're like okay if I do this and then this after I feel fantastic so like if I am on my masculine and I pre-prep my meals and cook and cooking is a very feminine thing then throughout the week I am set and I don't have to think about food anymore a simple thing like that where we hear the concept of like you have to meal prep 
Why? Because it actually balances your masculine and feminine in that action and then sets you up for success throughout the week. And so that's a way that you can have comfort in your life. Yeah, and if it takes being in your masculine to get to your feminine, then you know that you're finding balance. Hey, everyone's gonna start somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, and also one thing I really love when we talk about feminine masculine energy, and she's really great on this too, is bringing to light your self-awareness and how aware you are with what your feelings are inside of you. Yeah, so that definitely takes looking into yourself, looking inward instead of sort of deflecting, which I think people can get to when they're in a wounded space. Mm -hmm. They deflect, oh, it's not me, it's because them. But sometimes you just have to have self-awareness to show even, okay, maybe this is the situation and it was both of us that mm -hmm. contributed to the result. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And by doing those things and actually having those conversations and those realizations, you build internally that confidence of like you know what I went through and we've also had these conversations these really difficult conversations about self-awareness self-enlightenment and just like our relationship in our divine energy and they're not easy conversations like that's something that's that we say it puts you right in the center of your uncomfortability but from your uncomfortability comes confidence in who you are yeah definitely sometimes we have to take a step back and look at you know what are our roles? What are our sort of duties to each other? What can mm -hmm. I do to support you and mm -hmm. vice versa? And that helps you get to a place of trust and understanding. And that all works with understanding your masculine and feminine energy. So, and, and we see it impacting so many parts of your life, your health, your money, your sex, relationships, hell, your self-worth, goal achieving. Self-esteem. All of it, honey. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's not that your masculine and feminine energy is the be-all, end-all. It's not the right thing or the wrong thing, but it can really help you to understand where your energy is coming from and where it's flowing to, mm -hmm. and that in purpose. turn, then who you are. Exactly, yeah. Everyone's always talking about, like, your energy seems a little off today, mm. or you're coming in with all this energy. Well we're kind of just breaking that down for you and saying maybe this is actually what you're feeling and what you're seeing. Yeah, I feel like energy is definitely a language that everyone speaks. You know when somebody is in a more tense energy. Mm. Even if they didn't say anything, you can just tell if you know oh, yeah. your friends. No, oh, yeah. If they're in a different energy <laughs> than before. So. Yeah. So that's masculine and feminine energy. In our next episode, we're going to talk about finding that harmony between the two. So... All right. Thank Until you. Until next time. Until next time, divine darlings. Bye.